Good morning. It's set to be a blockbuster night of football as the AFL finals return to Melbourne for the first time since the pandemic started. Controversy marred Brisbane's thrilling win over Richmond last night. Tom Lynch was denied a match-winning goal on score review. Tigers coach Damien Hardwick slammed the technology used to overturn the on-field call. Well, why don't we just let the umpires make the call? They're paid to do a job. Let them do a job. Or don't have them. Tonight, reigning Premier's Melbourne take on the Sydney Swans at the MCG. You can watch the match live on 7. The clock is ticking for Sydney's rail union, which has been ordered to call off all industrial action by 5pm or a deal with the New South Wales government will be ripped up. The government has ruled out further negotiations to modify the intercity train fleet, giving union leaders an ultimatum. But they claim the government's latest offer is incomplete. New South Wales nurses and midwives are in hour 22 of their 24-hour strike. They say they're overworked and underpaid and they won't stand for it anymore, demanding a higher pay rise and mandated patient ratios. The walkout ends at 7 o'clock this morning. Victoria has thrown out its work-from-home rules in a bid to get workers back to the office. The state government will also stop posting daily COVID updates this week, making them weekly instead. Queensland's chief health officer has had his pandemic powers scaled back and can no longer order COVID lockdowns as of the end of October. He'll still be able to give direction on masks, isolation and vaccine mandates for some workers. Meanwhile, South Australia is contemplating scrapping its isolation rules altogether for people who test positive. A billion-dollar training blitz has been announced as common ground was reached at the National Jobs and Skills Summit. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Good morning to you, Taylor. Talks continue today. What can we expect? Yes, they do. Jody. good morning. Today we'll have a particular focus on what role skilled migration can play in easing the labour shortages felt right around the country. Day one of the Jobs and Skills Summit focused on increasing gender equality in the workforce and a consensus that current enterprise bargaining agreements are broken and the system needs to be rebuilt to boost productivity and ultimately wages. The government kicked off the summit with a bang, announcing 180,000 free TAFE spots next year, the $1 billion commitment to be split by the Commonwealth and the states. But despite the who's who of businesses, unions and industry sitting down to talk, the opposition remains sceptical. It's my great hope that this Jobs and Skills Summit marks the beginning of a new culture of cooperation. It is a talk fest. It is a stunt. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is confident that by the end of the two-day summit, there will be a number of positive announcements and a plan in place to address the growing workforce shortages. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. It's looking like Melbourne will vote to change the date of its Australia Day celebrations following the results of a council survey. 1,600 people were asked whether they wanted the celebrations moved from January 26 and nearly 60% said yes. Lord Mayor Sally Cap has called Australia Day divisive, saying there's growing support among Australians for change. She's looking to make the move as early as next year. A Queensland woman who was forced to wait six hours to see a doctor after suffering a miscarriage is calling for an inquiry into Logan Hospital's treatment of patients.
can I just find out what's happening with my baby because I know that this isn't right. I'm bleeding, I'm in so much pain. Like how could a hospital so new not have the tools needed? Cassie is one of several who've reported nightmare experiences at the hospital despite the fact a new maternity unit has just opened. Checking Friday's weather now, rain developing in Brisbane, heading for a top of 23 degrees. Showers and 19 in Sydney, a shower or two, 15 the top in Canberra. A few showers in Melbourne, heading for 13 degrees. A late shower or two, 14 in Hobart. Adelaide cloudy, heading for 14 degrees. Mostly sunny in Perth, 23. And a possible shower in Darwin, 33 degrees.